0: Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Buddha, fat and happy. Today on the show, we're talking all about, what did we talk about today? Oh man, I just hit the record button and sometimes I'm just like, wait, where did my brain go? <laughs> Everything just disappears. Um, I kind of talk about really just wrapping up all of the topics for this week, which were kind of censored around this shift from... Uh, external, like me, just kind of looking at other things externally to internally, like I kind of spend the first half of the episode sort of talking externally, but it all leads to me, right. And the energy that I'm putting out into the world and realizing that there are still things that I need to work through, obviously. Um, and how things are turning around a little bit, even in the last 24 hours, um, there's a lot more optimism than originally than, than the previous episode. Um, and there's just like, you know, you, you, tend to get what you put out into the world. So we kind of talk about how the internet is a bit of a mirror for our own, um, our our own path and for our own behaviors. Right. So we quantifiably get an opportunity to see the path, see what people are putting out into the world when we're not looking, when they're not around us to be able to kind of set proper boundaries and being able to, you know, align better with people who fit our path a little bit more, Um, honestly and earnestly and give us that actual support that we've been dying for, right? I know for me, like being able to ask for help is a big growth step for me being able to talk openly about my son and my emotions around that is a big step for me, me acknowledging that my ideology sometimes gets in the way of me looking at the practical steps that I need to build my business and make things happen. Sometimes that stuff gets in the way. So that you know, usually all of it falls on me, not only just not really accountability, but the idea that I need to cultivate and build the community around me. That's going to lift me up when I can't handle or can't fix myself. Right. So, um, uh, and it's all in relation to like, you know, surrounding ourselves with people that we went to high school with and maybe people that don't fit our path anymore and being willing to let go of them and all of that stuff. So there's, there's, a, it kind of bounces around a little bit. It's a lot of stuff, but like, I think the general idea here is controlling what you put out into the world without expectations so that you kind of eventually get all of that back to you, right? All of it bounces back essentially. So it's kind of a karma thing, but not really. Yes, No. I don't know. I'm Team Ones and Zeros, so I'm all about data. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm gonna make a T-shirt for that. I'm gonna start making a T-shirt line called Team Ones and Zeros. We're gonna do all that. That's gonna be great. Anyway, so yeah, we're gonna talk about all of that on this episode of Dopamine. Stick around for that uh, that dope ass intro, and let's do this thing. Drums, please. <laughs> Alright everyone, welcome to the show, hope you guys are doing well uh, I'm, I'm kind of uh, just, it's Happy Friday, hope you guys are doing okay um, I, I'm just kind of jumping in here without really a plan As I've been kind of doing the past few weeks really Um but I do want to talk a little bit about um, like kind of the energy you put out into the world and how it kind of comes back to us. And just kind of like a bit of commentary on um, the way the world is these days in terms of like social media and all that stuff. Like we're kind of um <clears throat> exposed to ourselves more than we ever have each other individually and um, really being able to quantify all of the relationships that we're building and look at the patterns and history of our own behavior to be able to make adjustments. I think it's really fascinating and really interesting. I think it's not only interesting with me doing this podcast, but also in relation to just like posting on Facebook or Twitter and being able to like track your own personal development, but also track you know, what kinds of people you're actually having in your lives and being able to like, stop and take a look at them and what they're putting out into the world when they're not just interacting with you. I think that's the most fascinating part to me is we, you know, I think none of us are strangers to this notion that you're on Facebook and you've got like friends that are uh, putting out toxic stuff, not only just in relation to like, the election in 2016, which I think was a big sort of um, uh, divisive point for a lot of communities and internal communities and small communities of people who are just like, I can't believe my own friends could have this ignorant opinion, or I can't believe my own friend would have this very polarizing opposite opinion or whatever, right? And um, whatever that opinion is, it's not relevant. It's just the idea that like, you know, we're suddenly surprised <laughs> that, uh, oh, these people that are in our lives that we've been interacting with all the time have toxic um, sides to them. And that toxicity is not only just what they're putting out, but it's perhaps it's a reflection on me because I choose to have them around. You know, there's like this, this kind of big, uh, <laughs> this big realization that, Hopefully, happens for a lot of people that you eventually get to a place of like, oh man, all right, well, I got to start hiding people. I have to start unfollowing people. I have to start, um, you know, sort of setting personal boundaries because it's just becoming too much. But at the same time, if you're kind of going through life and everything. There, two things tend to happen when someone is kind of putting out toxic behavior. You start blaming other people for everything, which will follow you everywhere. <clears throat> and you're typically just kind of putting out toxic information and toxic ideas out into the world. So no matter where you go, no matter what kind of boundaries you set, no matter what you do, like that stuff's always going to come back to you. Because, you know, for, for varying reasons, maybe you just didn't have healthy perspectives in your life or like people didn't teach you how to be, you know a better person, um, and, and, you know, take responsibility, <clears throat> not pointing fingers, not a fault thing. Like it's just like sometimes a part of the reality that we experience that. Um, and I know for me that it's, a, it's been a sign for me of my personal growth that when I start surrounding myself with better people, it's like, okay, not only do I have greater opportunity for growth because these people are being respectful for each, to each other, even if they have opposing views. Um, they're putting out good, positive vibes into the world, or they're putting interesting and helpful vibes into the world. doesn't necessarily have to always be positive. I'm suffering with my throat today. Um, That there's just kind of like new good things happening, right? There are opportunities for development and for growth. Like we're not just kind of putting ourselves into this echo chamber because what happens on the internet is the internet is kind of a mirror for the way that people already are, Right. The internet didn't make anyone, you know, vote for a certain person or the internet didn't make you, you know, have racial tendencies in a negative direction or sexism or any of that stuff that we categorize as like, you know, negative or not good. Um, And these are not new things. It's not like racism didn't exist before the internet, right? Casual racism, as it were, right? And I talk about that all the time. I talk about the fact that I was a boy... In Philly, and I'm Puerto Rican, but <clears throat> I look white and pretty pretty bright <laughs> and uh I was welcomed into a lot of white families' homes, and I heard a lot of racial slurs being used behind closed doors and um it was just like the kind of the very comfortable feeling of just casually saying it or saying bad bad words or or you know basically expressing that stuff. So, you know, we kind of treat and act as if the internet is amplifying certain things. And again, I'm not attacking attacking white people specifically because, you know, there's all sorts of hate and vitriol everywhere. The idea is that people are not used, we're still not used to the idea of putting stuff out there into the internet publicly and realizing that we're giving off a lot of subconscious thoughts and energy. A lot of opinions that were not normally being discussed publicly are now available publicly. I know this is not a new information for you, but... Um, the point is that like, what is new is having to set boundaries against all of those verbal attacks. I don't mean verbal attacks directly, but I mean like the onslaught of opinions and conversations and, um, you know, toxic behavior essentially. So not only do we need to protect ourselves from all of that, but realize that if everywhere we go, that stuff gets bounced back on us, we find it then there is something within ourselves that we typically need to look at and analyze as the problem, right? If we're looping, if we're going into some sort of like situation where we're just kind of going into insane spirals over and over again and doing the same thing and having the same problems, like you got to look at new information. You may maybe have to like not trust yourself and talk to the right people or try to find ways to um, change the tone or change the conversation or, I don't know, go to therapy. I have no idea what that could entail. It really is individualistic. All of this leads to the notion that like over the past few days, over the past few episodes, I've been really working through a lot of my own personal stuff because you know, this last year has been, I've been, you know, able to work on my own for the first time for the entire year on my own for the first time ever in my life. I've worked on and off on my own. I've worked for my dad's business. Um, I even ran his business during the financial crisis in 2008, um, which was super rough and was a big part of that. Um, and essentially like realized that I, I kept failing for a reason or I kept going back to the safety of a job or, um, you know, some sort of like straight and narrow path for a reason, right? There's something that kept pulling me that way. And, um, I think a large part of it was who I was surrounded by the conversations I was surrounded by the supports that I did or did not have in regards to like my, <clears throat> what I was trying to do and, you know, really allowing myself to push the boundaries to continue to stay with it and stick with it and, and, and have, um, the, the commitment to this path. Right. And I think that's the beauty of, continuing to surround myself with new people all the time. I've got new people on Facebook that follow me that are absolutely amazing people to talk to and work with. They're all trying to build their own businesses, right? So we're like on a similar wavelength and um, there's a lot of common ground there that I haven't really experienced before. Usually I would just kind of like talk to my friends or try to bring people who are not necessarily interested in starting their own business, but I could see the talent within them and try to do stuff with them. And just try to like almost force a square peg into a round hole, right? And they were just kind of people that wanted to live their own life and do their own thing. And and I was just trying to force my ideology. I was trying to force things to happen, um, which is part of what was one of the earlier topics this week was ideology. My own ideology was getting in my way of like wanting to have this business that was like all of my friends are together and everybody has their own like – um, their talents and they can do their thing. And then like everything just kind of happens and it's great. (laughs) Um, but I was not facing the reality of just, you know, not everything's like that. My friends are not all interested in that. Um, you know, there are people that I can't always have around and are not best served around me. I can't have conversation. Like there's no reason for me to keep up, uh, conversations or social niceties with people I went to high school with just because I recognize their name right? I had to start sort of getting rid of those people. And I wish them all the luck in the world. I hope that they have a happy life and they're great. But if there are little things that come out that create a toxicity or create a sense of of um, not only just that toxicity, but like that are not basically aligning with my path, right? Like if they're not serving my purpose of trying to build a business and trying to learn new information or trying to be helpful in terms of like finances or like design work or I don't know any of that stuff. Like what purpose do they serve in my life? And I don't mean that to be like, I don't care about them. I think they're great people. they are people who I I adore more than most that I don't talk to regularly, but they're going to go their own path. I'm going to go my own path. And you know, our paths will cross at some point, I'm sure. But, um, I have to continue to surround myself with people that nurture my path and support that path. And um, that all leads to other revelations that I had this week, which we'll kind of review and cover after the ad, this quick break for our sponsor. Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. The NFL playoffs have arrived, and we have you covered each day on OutKick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction – to each playoff weekend. So Chad, which quarterback ascends to that next level? Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. I think so. Yeah, it's it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season? There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen your podcast NFL and more covering your favorite teams outkicks hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy but you know it is going to Aruba all you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools relaxing white sand beaches and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face you won't just feel great you'll all feel great filled with a calmer more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at Aruba.com. So, welcome back. By the way, I got to stop coughing into the microphone. Sorry. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know what it is today. There's like some sort of anxiety, or I can't breathe right, or something. I don't know what's going on, but I just can't. I'm not feeling it. But anyway. Today, you know, I've been talking about or thinking about the culmination of everything I've been talking about this week with like ideology and talking about stuff with my son and being honest with myself and, you know, realizing that I have a difficulty asking for help and how all of that is essentially have, have been leading to a lot of these financial issues that I've been going on uh, or dealing with, right? And how, you know, when, when you're dealing with, with bad stuff, we're dealing with bad things. It's easy to kind of surround yourself with people that just commiserate. Right. And, um, it's really easy to get into a place where it's like, I just want to continue to feel bad. But then at some point, you know, it starts to break. Like you have to shift a little bit and it hurts. Um, you know, I always use the analogy of like, you can get comfortable in a bed of nails, but it only hurts once you move. Right. And if you want to move and you want to actually do something, then you have to address things you have to move. So for me to move, and do things. I'm making all sorts of noises. Sorry. Um, for me, for free to me to move and do things, I need to address my own issues and, um, things that have been kind of just like dormant and latent. And I know in my gut, I know this feeling, I know there's something in me that is just saying that there are things that are still wrong that you're not fully addressing. And, um, you know, this week, a lot of that has come out. Um, and it's been amazing to continue to have people that, are supporting me, but I can't have, I I can't actually utilize that support if I'm not being honest with what I'm putting out into the world. Right. if I'm continuing to like, do some version of fake it till you make it or pretending to be an expert in something I'm not, or, um, pretending to be okay with an emotion that I don't, that I'm not okay with. Um, you know, having this feeling of like, I want to sing to the rooftops and show, Pictures of my son to everyone, but I'm also very scared that if his mother saw them, that she would deny me access to those photos. Right? So, I'm 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 genuinely scared of that stuff. Um, I'm I'm really freaked out by by putting all of that stuff out into the world, but I want to put that out there because I I want people to continue to see who I am and what I want to convey. Right? So, you know, blocking myself from the support that I've created is is, is, um, not helpful. Right. So it's important for me to find a way to continue to say what I need to say, to be honest with myself and be real about all the little things. And I know it's hard for someone like me specifically, cause I got layers upon layers upon layers. Like if you've listened to all of my episodes, you would think I'm making this stuff up because <laughs> there's just so much, you know, I've had a lot of issues with like, you know, obviously my divorce and like my mental health issues. Um, money issues. Uh, I've had issues with my parents growing up. I've had issues asking for help because of my parents. I've had a lot of little things that have messed me up. And, um, you know, it's so much so that like, every time I get some support from Molly or from the people around me that I'm surrounded myself by, I, f- it feels foreign to me. It feels really crazy because a lot of my relationships have been transactional in my life. And I'm getting to this place where like people are genuinely, you know being helpful and giving and not expecting an immediate return is just like, wow, like that's incredible. So, you know, I'm continuing to learn from that, but I realize that that's happening for me because I'm starting to put that out into the world a little bit. So I, I have to make sure that I'm not stopping that, right. Uh, that I'm continuing to put out, um, that support so that people don't stop giving me support. Right. It's not expected from me to have them give me support. I need to still put things out there. I need to be supportive to Molly. So she keeps loving me. Right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and I'm sure she does, you know, to she'll, she, even if we were to split up, like I'm sure she would to some degree for the rest of her life. Like I genuinely believe that. But, um, you know, in terms of like today and nurturing those relationships and support, like, it's about making sure that I'm putting in as much as I'm getting, if not more, right. I'm not expecting to be getting sort of that response or feedback or support. Right. So it's been just like really incredible to be able to experience that and to be able to grow in that way, because that vulnerability, that, that ability to be supported has allowed me to be more vulnerable and to like dig deeper and uncover all of these layers that have been put on top of my psyche. And, um, just really now starting to dig deep, deeper into, you know, something that's been huge in my life, which is asking for help, right? Asking for help has been so hard for me. I am just like so scared that everything is going to be transactional and that there's just an expectation associated and and that sucks. And I I just don't want to live that way. So I have to make sure that I'm not putting that out. Right. So if you want something from someone, you know, there's, I think shifting expectations into what you put out into the world is going to be an incredibly effective way of really navigating the world and navigating your path in the most meaningful way. And, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, because it's about your path, right? Like if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't fit with your story, then you're just going to be dragged along someone else's journey. You know, it's almost like And think about it in like the entrepreneur kind of uh, perspective, right? Like an entrepreneur is typically trying to define their own way, right? We're trying to create something. We're trying to be our own boss. We're trying to do whatever, right? And the challenge with that typically comes from making sure that we don't fall in line, fall back into, you know, these habits of like having a boss and going the easy path. You know, it's not, It's it's a massive challenge to make sure that you're not being you know, basically when you're, when you're controlling your own path and being an entrepreneur, um, which again, there's nothing wrong with having a job if that's the thing that you want, if that's the path with you that you want, but like an entrepreneur will take that path because they don't want to be supporting someone else's dreams. Right. They want to make their own dreams happen. Right. And, t- and typically I hear a lot of the, um, there, there's like a quote or some sort of some sort that is just like, if you're, um, if you're not making your own dreams happen, you're going to be working to support someone else's, right? Why would you not want to just support your own dreams? I mean, we all are individuals. We have our own visions of what we want in life. You know, some people are okay living day in and day out and their visions and their dream is about security and making sure that their family is happy and paid for and all things are paid for. We have good health care and all that stuff like they don't, they're don't. they not interested in complicating their life with taking that personal path. And other people are really concerned with making sure that their entrepreneurial life, their every little waking moments, that their money, their attention, their time is all under their control, right? I mean, it's just very different lives. It's very different perspectives. So if I were, you know, continuing this path, especially – growing up I was surrounded by a ton of people who were just kind of giving you that like stay the straight and narrow go down this path go to college go to school go do this thing get a job you know get married have kids and die <laughs> right you know like but I, I I knew for me at a very young age that I wanted just a more fruitful life or my version of a fruitful life, right. Which involves not just waking up and go to work every day and doing all the same things, right. Involves something that's just a little bit more self-defined and self propulsion, propulsed, propelled. Yeah. Um, So for me, it was just, it's just been always about defining this stuff for myself and what all that means. Right. So, um, and, and it's important for me to realize that this is my path and surrounding my myself with the people that support that path. And I feel like I'm finally at a place where I have that kind of full support. So even if things have been really terrible, especially in yesterday's episode was incredibly somber, I feel like I'm in this place that will just allow me to still retain some semblance of optimism, right? There's just a little bit, there's a little spark there because I've got support. I've got people that are, you know, no one's bearing down on me. Not even Molly, who is like the most immediate recipient of this stress, right? She, I'm not projecting any stress on her, but like she has her own stress because of money and we're both dealing with money issues and, and, and she's not putting it on me. And that's amazing. That's a new perspective that I've never had before. Right. She's not saying, well, just get a job. She's not saying, well, you have to do this. Like it's your responsibility to fix this or anything like that. Right. She's giving me the room that I need and trusting my ability and giving me support and, um, you know, being here for me and not, continuing to expect anything, not expecting thing, expecting anything specific, right? I'm sure she has her limits. Everybody has their limits, but just the fact that, you know, that, that she can kind of have patience and continue to support and understand the path and empathize with the path because she wants to make her own way too. She doesn't want to keep working at the coffee shop. She wants to keep selling paintings and, um, you know, connecting with business owners and putting on shows and doing all this stuff that we're working towards. Right. Like that's the big end goal of all of this. Um, so we have similar dreams and visions and optimism and idealism. Um, and we share a lot of the same struggle with our kids. You know, she doesn't see her kids as much as she would like to. I don't see my kid at all. Um, so we talk about that. And then I haven't been even honest with her about all that, which I have more recently recently. Um, and that's been really nice to just be open about how difficult that is. Um, you know, and and then just kind of working through this whole asking for help thing and being willing and being open to ask this support system that I've created for assistance and not feeling like it all falls on me. Um, and continuing to really feel like I can trust and rely on the people and the life that I've cultivated because I'm just putting that same amount of energy out there. I'm willing to support, I'm willing to help. Uh, I believe in what all of these people are doing. I believe in what Molly's doing and I feel like by continuing to help them, they're, they're going to help me, but I don't expect it. I just think it's amazing that it happens. So, um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to wrap this episode up today. Um, it's a little shorter than the other ones, but Hey, this is good. It's Friday. Go do things. Um, you have a chance to get off of work early or something, you know, don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. I know life is difficult. There are always tough things going on. But if there's the opportunity for you to take control and continue to to cultivate the relationships you need to and just kind of like take a little bit more back for your life because you're human, you know, you got to enjoy every day. We're not just trying to live until 65 and then live our lives, right? We need to do the best that we can to enjoy ourselves every single day. And that means making sure that we're both putting out the energy and receiving energy out into the world that we want to appreciate and embrace. Right. And that's going to give us the absolute best opportunity to live the best life that we want, whether that's an entrepreneurial path or, you know, a, a day in and day out, um, sort of, you know, work for somebody else kind of path. Like there's nothing wrong about either one, but as long as it fits your path and you have the people in your life that support that path and, um, are not trying to weigh you down by their toxicity and their issues and their finger pointing and stuff like that, then, you know, everything's going to keep going well and you just have to trust them and, um, and, and keep moving on. So, you know, just kind of, uh, to wrap this all up, like my, um, my my future financial situation is looking good. And I was able to make some some phone calls and um, everything's not in as much of a panic as I thought it was going to be. Um, There might be some money coming in today and um, got a, raised a rate for one of my previous clients for November. So that's going to be by like two and a half times. So that's going to be massive for November. Um, And one of my other clients who, was having some money issues to be able to pay me says that he might be able to pay me within two weeks for a month and a half of work. So that's going to be massive. Um, just in time for the holidays, just in time for Molly's birthday, which is November 3rd. Hopefully we can pull something together for her. So that's amazing. And, um, you know, all of it is just, you know, I don't know. Life's weird. (laughs) Things kind of ebb and flow. It's a roller coaster, but, um, you know, just keep putting things out into the world, no matter how tough it is, in the ways that you want to have it come back to you, right? Um, no matter how tough it is, because you just never know when things can go right or when things can go wrong. And uh, the only thing that you can control is what you put out there. So, okay, take care of yourselves and each other. Um, uh, uh, just a little final reminder, not a final, well, final reminder for this week. The, the C-Note, um, the the Boss Project Summit is still accepting tickets and free seats and all that stuff. So boss project summit sponsored by Dubsado, um, hosted by think creative collective. I'm going to have Abigail and Emily of think creative collective recording with me next week, which I think for you guys is going to be, um, airing on the 30th. So they're going to be a little bit more, hopefully, I don't know what they're going to talk about, but I think they will be a little bit more open about um, their journey and their path a little bit. And, um, I think that's going to be a really interesting episode because they're making a lot of money. They're doing cool things. And, um, I really love to hear that perspective. So be excited for that episode and, um, go sign up for the boss project summit at bit.ly slash C summit, 40 plus speakers. Um, this thing is going to go away after. The event, meaning you can watch it live or you can buy the pre party pass and have access to it forever. But a few days after the event, the event ends on November 9th. uh, A few days after the event, like you will not be able to purchase this ever again. Like it's gone, it's going to be forever gone. So all of this information, you have access to it now and you will have access to it forever if you purchase the pre party pass. Because if you wait until the event, You're going to have to pay full price. And then if you wait until after the event is over for those few days, that price is going up for those last few last minute um, uh, passes. So get on it. Go do the thing. Bit.ly slash Summit and all that stuff. So follow me at Let's Go C Notes. You can kind of keep up with what I'm doing there. And um, that's it. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Go do dope things. See you guys.